Welcome to the I See Dad People podcast Halloween special. Uh, we have uh, myself and Eugene Breen here today to talk a little bit about uh, Halloween, uh, especially how it started, and then also giving everybody a little bit of a look into uh, what Halloween is like in Ireland. Uh, then we're going to have uh, a new section of uh, true or false, uh, some spooky stories that are either also real or not real. And then we will also have um, uh, a new section called anything but the right answer. And so that should be a bit of fun just to finish us off today. How are you doing today, Eugene? Yeah, not bad. Been been a busy, busy week. Um, my... I think it's my first Halloween actually in the States last year. I was um, traveling back and forth between the the US and Ireland. Um, and this is my my first one here, but I, I don't think it's going to be as authentic as what I've seen in the movies. But like being in the States and, um, you know, the way that, that uh, the movies portray it, it's, it's usually a big thing. Uh, Are you talking about movies like Friday the 13th and, uh, you know, movies like that, like horror movies, people getting killed? Is that what you were expecting, Eugene? Well, Jesus, no, that'd be a bit odd, wouldn't it? <laughs> Maybe in Carlow or Waterford, it could be like that, all right, but but not what I'm accustomed to. Uh, here, like, let's say, you know the fun type movies, like like the Goonies and stuff like that, that that kind of same energy, like kids buzzing around and going, going trick-or-treating, even though they didn't trick-or-treat in the Goonies, but... The same kind of energy and the same Americanism as such. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But it's you know, Riley, my my son is, you know, he's not really missing out on a lot because of his age this year. So it's okay. Um, next year maybe it could be a bit different if we're still in the same case. But yeah, still looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it should be it should be interesting. It's uh, people put a lot of effort into uh, decorating houses here, which is awesome. We can just walk around, and you just see so much people put into so much effort. There's almost as much effort put into Halloween here as there's Christmas back home or uh, Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day as well. Uh, so it's really nice just to walk around and see all the decorations. We actually got a, a few this time for the first. Uh, we got a few f- this year for the first time. For some reason, our daughter's favorite holiday of the year is actually Halloween, not Christmas. None of the other ones. Uh, I would say she even likes Halloween more than her own birthday, which is kind of funny. It just there's something there. So she's been excited for this for a long time. So that's fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um... Even the the uh, pictures that you sent yesterday of of Saoirse dressed up for Halloween. She was dressed up as a cat. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Actually, do you know what? Actually, me and Eugene were talking about this this morning. But uh, you know, uh, around this time, I'm, we're I'm based in Seattle, so it's pretty cold here today. Uh, very cold. Uh, whereas Eugene is in um, San Francisco, so it's a, it's not as cold there for sure. Uh, but um, you know, around this time, you know, we were going to have a drink today for our first live podcast. So instead of having a hot toddy, which I'd normally have, I decided to have something different, which has been really good. Um, which has been uh, uh, hot apple cider. And so we had it with a little bit of brandy this week and I tried it out, man. And I have to say, I'm actually preferring it over a hot toddy, but I tried a new experiment uh, this week, which was actually to try brown sugar bourbon with it. Oh man, it is amazing. I I have to say I'm having one now. It's nice and hot uh, in my cup and uh, it's, it's a good start to this podcast. You have to try it, Eugene, if you haven't tried it yet. I'll give it a go, yeah. I will. Um, I'll I'll um, run it up the, the flag and see who salutes as such within the house here to the missus and 
Um, she might join me for a couple of them right now. I'm, I'm, um, even though it's early, it's it's Halloween. It's weekend. Luckily, it's landed on a Saturday, and I'm having myself a red breast single pot still aged 12 years so i'm enjoying my saturday morning after a hard week's work so i will join you and having a wee drink oh that's good yeah well again you know i mean we always have the really good excuse the fact that it's probably around 4 30 uh in ireland right now in the evening so that's i, I think we can we can we can safely say it's irish time right now you know, we can just you know yeah, halloween that's... irish time i think we get away with that yeah it's drinking time somewhere ain't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So Eugene, you want to give us a little bit about the history of Halloween? Actually, you know, it's 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 one that I actually haven't read a whole lot about, but uh, might be good to give our listeners a little bit of thing for those who are not familiar with it. Yeah, cheers, Davy. Um, like a lot of great things that evolve in this world, Halloween evolved from from Ireland, basically, and in around that region. We're not going to count the UK, maybe we might say Scotland. Only messing. Uh, but but in that region. That's, that's where Halloween kind of came from. And it originated with the ancient Celtic festival, Samhain, pronounced S-O-W-W-I-N. And it happened, um, like, uh, people would, would light bonfires and they'd wear costumes to, to ward off evil spirits. So there was a lot of pagan festivals and whatnot back in that region. Um and that was obviously one of them. And the, the Celts then, they, they actually celebrated their new year on November the 1st. <laughs> and that day marked the end of summer and, and the harvest and the beginning of winter and death for an uplifting beat to our podcast. <laughs> uh, and the belief was that um, the, the night before the new year, and the night before the darkness of winter uh, befell all those people, that the boundary between the living and the dead was blurred. And the Druids and, and Celtic priests, they, they built huge bonfires where the people would burn their harvest and make sacrifices that the uh, winter would be short, hopefully. Back in Ireland, I'm not too sure. Maybe they have to light their bonfires a bit higher. Um, and that the harvest next year would be plenty. And where where the costumes come out of was quite interesting. Actually, the the Celts they they wore costumes and um, made of of animal skin, clothing, heads, all of that. And they they did this to try and trick or hide from the evil spirits because obviously at that time that there was a a blur between the living and the dead. So you know you want to try and hide from those evil spirits, right? So not oasis. Um, <laughs> no, not the way it is. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or the Rolling Stones. Yeah. For those of yeah, you yeah. familiar with Father Ted, if if, <laughs> if if anyone has never heard of the TV show Father Ted, uh, you should definitely check that out. There's a great episode about two uh, UK um, uh, bands for us growing up called Oasis and Blur. Um, just just came into my mind there. That's a great episode. <laughs> yeah. They- they uh, obviously didn't consider the Rolling Stones or they would have been wearing helmets around the place. <laughs> <laughs> now, as we know, what, what came after um, the, the, the Celtic period and whatnot was the, the, the Roman Empire. They obviously invaded quite heavily across Europe and they actually merged some of their traditions with the Celts. And one was a day where they commemorated their, their dead 
And another day was in honor of a goddess called Pomona. And her symbol was an apple. And it stands to reason um, why then this, this tradition was pulled in with the name Pomona and bobbing for apples during Halloween. I just thought that, that a lot of Irish people got like hammered or drunk one night and they thought, you know what would be a good idea, Jack? <laughs> we'll throw a heap of apples into this water here and we'll see how many people can pick it out. Well, um, maybe it was also like, you know, when a lot of people who like wine, um, they like to, you know, uh, step on the grapes, you know, get the, the wine, you know, get the juices out of the grapes. So maybe that's hmm. maybe they saw that and thought, well, let's throw a load of apples into this thing, start sticking our heads in. And uh, this is how we, you know, the, the originating process of making <laughs> cider. Bulmers, <laughs> the Bulmers drop. <laughs> bobbing for grapes oh wouldn't that be a lot easier maybe in Wexford it could be bobbing for strawberries <laughs> yeah that's the right one yeah. <laughs> um, the Catholic Church they, they were wanting to replace uh, the, the Celtic old beliefs and traditions um, with church sanctioned holidays so obviously anything with, with paganism and whatnot, you know you could imagine that in those days with how religion was ran across the place that they weren't too happy and wanted to apply their own stamp as such. Um, so, so they actually combined uh, their All Souls Day, which was within the Catholic religion, with the same day as Samhain, and they renamed it All Hollows Eve, which is the translation of the name Halloween, which Uh-oh. is quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of fun facts then, all right, as we stray from the um, Oxford Dictionary version of what Halloween is. A couple of fun facts. Halloween wasn't really celebrated in America until the Irish came over uh, during the famine. So it's, it, it, it's lovely that everyone has such a wonderful... Um, wonderful holiday in the states here from the irish fleeing their country out of a famine and uh we obviously brought over those traditions and they they spread through the land and obviously got quite monetized and whatnot you're you're welcome america um jack o'lanterns you know those the when you're carving out a pumpkin and whatnot um they they originated in Ireland, but they were actually carved out of turnips, potatoes, and beets, which is quite funny. Do you ever carve um, a a jack o' lantern out of a turnip, Stevie? I have not. That does not sound like uh, an easy uh, task. Um, it is. It is a hard task. It is. I I remember going to bed after carving out a couple of them one evening and. Um, Back in Ireland when I was a kid, and my forearms were just in bits. Like I think they were cramped. I'm <laughs> trying to scoop out a turnip with like just a a simple spoon because obviously your mother isn't going to give you a sharp knife at that age. So you're in bits after. We used to actually carve them out of um, turnips, which is quite interesting. Um, but once once Halloween became popular in America, obviously pumpkins were were used instead. Um, trick or treating has existed since medieval times and back then it was known as guising in scotland and ireland where young people dressed up in costumes and asked for food or money in exchange for songs poems or other tricks and the the tricks um i know that over in ireland and scotland and europe tricks might mean 
let's say, playing a game or something like that. It's not the same as what tricks might mean here in the States and spinning tricks. So let's be careful on that one. Uh, but uh, today... <laughs> Very good. It's great that we have a uh, studio audience today too, by the way. We never let people know that um, we're actually sat right in front of a, a full... <laughs> only message. <medicine>. Uh... <laughs> Ah, behave, guys, behave. Um, so, so today the tradition has morphed into children uh, getting dressed up and just asking for candy or sweets or Snickers or Mars bars, chocolate, whatever. So be your choice. So that is fun facts and the history of Halloween. Um, all of those sources were pulled from the um, internet and wider <laughs> sources. So... Um, Absolutely, feel free to correct me on anything. <laughs> good, good job, Eugene. I was going to say you pulled them out of somewhere else, but uh, yeah. Way. <laughs> That's my sound effect. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Thanks, Eugene, for a little bit of the history. Halloween, actually, some of that I didn't, I'd forgotten or didn't remember. I actually shared a link to uh, some examples of turnip. Um, carvings and now I'm starting to think back that maybe we did do turnip carving when I was younger but something in my mind is split so um, I'm trying to remember if we did or not so that's an interesting one saying Mrs. Morrissey probably tricked you into preparing turnip for the dinner did she? I know that's what I was thinking when you were saying it I'd say it was a scam I'm sure for the rest of the year then we were doing it out of potatoes (laughs) yeah oh they'd be clever all right the Irish mammies how they like that one, Eugene. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're going into our, our new our new uh, section, which is myself and Eugene are going to ask questions, uh, and Eugene and myself has to say whether the answer is true or false. So this is kind of a rapid fire. Are you ready, Eugene? Yes, I am indeed. Just give me uno momento, and I'll get my documents. Okay, you kick off there, Stevie. All right, cyclone spin in a clockwise direction in the southern hemisphere. My question to you is, what's a cyclone? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'd say uh, true. All right. That is correct. Okay. Question one for you, Stevie. The Irish originally used turnips to make jack-o'-lanterns on Halloween. (laughs) False. You pulled that out of your backside. (laughs) Incorrect. Goldfish only have a memory of three seconds. <clears throat> False. Yes, Seven. scientists have actually found their memories can la- actually last for months. Really? Yes. I'm, pr- I'm not sure if that's frozen in the freezer, though. Go ahead, Eugene. Those poor fellas have to have been flushed down the toilet. <laughs> I know, Finding Nemo, that's the new show on our TV right now. That's Saoirse's new ex- uh, obsession. <laughs> Halloween is the third most commercially successful holiday right after Valentine's Day. True. False. Halloween is the second most marketed holiday right wow. after Christmas. Yeah. Wow. That's that's I, I'm not surprised actually, you know, uh, seeing all of the the hype is around this time. All right, uh, Dolly Parton is the godmother of Miley Cyrus. True. That is true. Dolly is good friends with Miley's dad, country star, Billy Ray Cyrus. 
In the Irish tradition, people did not bob for apples on Halloween, but potatoes instead. False. Correct. Roger Federer has won the most Wimbledon titles of any player. False. Uh, yes, he has won eight. Martina. Oh, man, I, I should have looked at this one. Nav, Navratilova. Navratilova. Yeah, Navratilova. one nine. <laughs> My sister is probably on here shouting that out right now. She's like, I know what it is. Why did you leave me on? <laughs> yeah, she said she is. All right. An octopus has five hearts. It's five hearts. Sure, you want to have five hearts for eight legs, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go yes, sure. You want to power those legs somehow. No, false. It has only three. Only, only three. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> the traditional jack-o'-lantern got its name from a man named Jack. Yes, true. Jack from Father Ted. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> More water. Is it true? Um, yes, it is true. Actually, there's a bit of a story behind it. The legend says that a man named Jack thwarted the devil many times, and when he died, he was not allowed into heaven because of his nasty ways. When he got to the gates of hell, the devil refused him entry and tossed him a piece of coal. Um, the lit coal was placed in a turnip and now became his lantern. This lantern helps him find his way every Halloween night when it is said that he wanders the earth. Oh, that's good. I thought I heard a bits in that before, but I wasn't too sure. All right, maybe we'll do four or five more of these, Eugene. Um, Stephen Hawking declined a knighthood from the Queen. Yes, true. That is true. And I also have another Steve, Stephen Hawking fan. If you're looking for something to watch on TV, a Queen's Gambit... Uh, the Queen's Gambit is on Netflix right now. Uh, it's one of the best shows I've seen this year. We really loved it. And actually, Stephen King just posted on Twitter two days ago that he, it was his favorite show of 2020. So you should go check it out. And I'll tell you, it's about a girl who plays chess, and it is still one of the best shows I've seen in 2020. Uh, and it's number one on Netflix the other evening when I checked. So I highly recommend anime to go check it out. Nice. Good suggestion. Give that a, a, a look-see. Thank you. Um, Trick-or-treating is strictly a modern custom on Halloween. True. Uh, false. Huh, this is interesting. Historical accounts show that a tradition called house-begging was performed by children and adults in Celtic regions. This usually involves treats, music, and reverie. Huh. All right, uh, Nicholas Cage and Michael Jackson both married the same woman. Yes, that is actually true. Um, some some Presley girl, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Lisa Marie Presley, actually. Okay, yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, yep. Right, let me see. I'm going to pick out an interesting one. Well, Seth and Steve, you've put a lot of work into this, so we have loads of questions here. I'm going to try and pick out the best one. Yeah, maybe two more and we'll move on to our next round. In the Czech Republic, the country's president addresses the nation every Halloween 
wearing a costume? Uh, true. False. Okay. I live, it's even worse is I live there. <laughs> I think it was the positivity in which I asked you the question. <laughs> well, it all depends on your definition of a costume as well, I guess. That's true. Yeah, you could be saying that I'm just dressing up as a really tired dad. And, <laughs> you know, you could be a tired dad. Charlie Chaplin came first in a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. <laughs> I'd like to say that's true. It is not true. He actually came third. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. That's very good. Um, according to superstition, a person born on Halloween has the ability to speak Latin. True. False. How how did I how do I speak Latin? So. <laughs> I didn't know you were speak. You were born on Halloween. Um, in Excelsius Dale. But if you are, <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> you always had it in you. <laughs> Cheers, Eugene. Eugene. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Eugene. Uh, <laughs> my next one is this is going to be ring home true to you with all your tea drinking. The first tea bags were made of silk. <clears throat> Oh, okay. Well, a lot of um, the teas, they, they would have come from India, and India would have made a lot of silk as well. I, I'd like to put down true for that. The answer is true. You are correct. Huh. huh. Interesting. Right. Do you want one more? Yes. Okay. Um, hmm. In Italy... Priests are not allowed to perform weddings on Halloween. True. False. Oh. Well, there you go. Jeez. Stevie, you're getting hammered on these, man. Yeah, it's this uh, uh, brown sugar bourbon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hot apple cider. Yeah. Uh, right, I have, one, I have a last one for you. Okay, my friends. Megan, Mar this is pretty... You can't get this wrong. Meghan Markle's first name is Rachel. Why doesn't she just go by Rachel? Rachel. No, it's a question. <laughs> that was a step uh, Let me see. Rachel Meghan Markle. Um, I'll go false. It's actually true, supposedly. Huh. All right. Okay, Imposter. I think... Yes, I think now we're going to move on to our um, Halloween, our spooky stories, right? So we got a couple nice. of stories each, and then we're also going to say whether we believe the spooky stories are true or false. I don't know where you found them. You used to have better jokes before you were a dad. <laughs> but it's not jokes. It's spooky stories instead. <laughs> right, Eugene, are you ready? Yes, I am. <clears throat> okay. Oh, this is called special. the Green Rear Ghost. The Green Rear Ghost? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Eugene, have you ever heard of someone being convicted of murder by a ghost? Elva Zona Hester married a drifter in Greenberg County in 1896. The next Shot year, 
she was found dead. And Elva's mother knew that something was not right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, where we get back? <laughs> No shit. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of Elva visited her mother, Mary Jane Hester, for four nights in a row and explained how her abusive husband broke her neck. An autopsy confirmed Elva did not die from a broke did die from a broken neck. The trial included testimony from Mary jo- Jane about her daughter's ghostly visits as a result of the testimony Elva's husband was convicted and sentenced to a life in prison do you think that was true or false true actually it is true as wild as it seems this tale of a ghost's testimony is completely true. It's officially on the books and you can snap a photo with the historic marker in town. Oh. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Huh. That's after sending a couple of shivers down my spine anyway. This yep. is great. I can land right in there with chickens, clowns, and lightning. <laughs> they are Eugene's okay. most favorite things. <laughs> Happy Halloween, guys. Hope you sleep well. <laughs> All right, do you have okay. a story first? I do, Stevie. Now, this is my first time reading this. To be honest, I copied and pasted from Dr. Google, but I am going to read this story out and let's see if you can guess whether it is true or false. Start the music, Stevie. Okay. This is a chilling tale that tells the story of a young woman hired to house-sit for a guy which was going overseas for a month. Everything is going fine until she's barraged with strange footage of a man mixing something with a shovel on the family TV. No matter what she does, the channel switches back to the unsettling footage. After unplugging the TV, the young woman continues to hear the sound of scraping and mixing. So she does the only thing that makes sense. She follows the sound into the basement. Once she's down there, she realizes that she's in the same room from the footage. OMG. And that's when she finds a video camera. It plays the same footage that she saw earlier, just as she hears someone shouting for her help. The house sitter finds a woman in the ash catcher who explains that the guy that she was house sitting for tried to bury her alive before taking off for Europe. In spite of the many twists and turns, it's revealed that is this true or false it is false this is actually true it is revealed that a similar incident this is not the exact incident 
A similar incident occurred in California. Calif- what? California? Get <laughs> 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 the fuck out of here, mate. <laughs> yeah, it happened near California. Dublin, California. I think it's near near Oregon, but yeah, that's that's too close for comfort. <laughs> I'm moving. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the next one? Yes. Let's okay. All right, I'm going to pick one more. Um, I'm going to pick Miller's Nightmare Haunted Farm. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. It's always beef from old McDonald's. <laughs> All right, so let me get some. Okay, this, this music is called Behind You. Huh? Miller's Nightmare Haunted Farm. Deep in the woods in Greer Bar- Greer Greenbrier County, same place as the first one, obviously make a note, don't move there, lives rural farmland with a terrifying backstory. People say it's got an infected crop and the forest is demented. Some believe it is a sacred Indian burial ground now cursed. Others say that the large cornfield was used for chemical testing and that the people who used to used to live there morphed into frightening creatures with a thirst for Guinness I uh, blood. Lots <laughs> of mystery surrounds this place. <laughs> but you can be <laughs> but you can be fighter, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but you can hear eerie sounds echoing from the trees at night. Not lads going for, you know, Strain the potatoes in the woods, but and some people say they've seen disfigured creatures watching them from the crop fields even during the day. I'm pretty sure this is a random Saturday night to Mac, but anyway, <laughs> let me reread this from Kilmac. Deep in the woods of Kilmac Thomas lies a rural farmland with a terrifying backstory. People well, say it's got an infected crop and that the forest right down by the bridge is demented some believe it is a sacred burial ground for wexford onions who came down for a drink but never left others say that the large cornfield right next to flavins was used for some testing of porridge and that the people who used there used to live there morphed into frightening creatures with a thirst for guinness Lots of mystery surrounds this place, but you can hear eerie sounds coming from the local pub mashes right between the trees at night. And some people say that they've even seen some creatures watching them from the bridge that <laughs> overlooks the main street through Kilmac Thomas. Yes. True or false, Eugene? Um. Hmm. The original story. I've, yeah, I was just about to say that I've been to Kilmac before. <laughs> like to say true. Um, I I don't know. I I think that's a false. That is a false. Yes. Right. Okay. Do you want one more? Go on. Go ahead. Okay. Let's see if I can test you out this one. I have two stories. Um, one is true and one is false, so it's 50 50. I just want to see which one is the best one. Okay. 
So this could be a paragraph which was submitted by someone who went through this really scary paranormal experience. You'll have to tell me whether it's true or false. Okay, start the music, Stevie. I don't know why I looked up, but when I did, I saw him there. He stood against my window. Oh, do I have to turn this into like a, a similar uh, Wexford story? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he stood against my window. Wearing nothing but a smile. <laughs> oh, <no>. uh, <laughs> his, his forehead rested against the glass and his eyes were still and light. And he smiled a lipstick red, cartoonish grin, saying, have you tried the latest strawberries? <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're mental, boy. <laughs> And he just stood there in the window. My wife was upstairs sleeping. My son was playing Xbox. Sorry. My son was in his crib. And I couldn't move. I froze and watched him looking past me through the glass. Oh, please no. His smile moved. But he put a... What? But he put a hand up and said, Well, lads. <laughs> they're doing two for ones in the local. <laughs> But he put his hand up and he slid down the glass watching me. With matted hair and yellow skin, he said, we're never going to win the All-Ireland again. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. I just stayed there, frozen, feet still in the bushes. I was pruning, looking into my home. He stood against my window and said, well, it was a fine day for drying clothes, but I don't know about tomorrow. True or false? I would say that has to be true. <laughs> no doubt. False. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done. Good one, Eugene. Good one. All right. So... <clears throat> Now we're moving on to the next section where we're going to talk a little bit about uh, maybe actually Eugene, it might be time for doing a couple of dad jokes and then we'll move into a little bit what you think uh, into a little bit of our own stories as growing up for Halloween and some things we remember. What do you think? I thought you'd never ask, Stevie. I'm always ready for some dad jokes. All right, here we go. I don't know where you found them. I've better jokes before you were a dad. Really? I think I've heard this one before. <laughs> Ready for act, let's go. Okay, I'm going to kick off with this one, Stevie. One of my friends said that he could speak to ghosts. He would tell them what size clothes to wear. He was a medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a good one here. Um... Uh, the, 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 the trick to the answer is going to be in the actual question of the joke. What kind of music do mummies like listening to at parties? <laughs> There's nothing I about don't this know. Rap music. Oh, come on. <laughs> Very good. What do you call two witches that live together? 
Broom it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my one. All right. Uh, what's a ghost's favorite yogurt flavor? Strawberry. Booberry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my friend has a strange... <laughs> My friend has a strange phobia of spiders and trench coats. <laughs> I think he's got anarachnophobia. <laughs> what did the ghoul say to the vampire? The ghoul, sorry. What did the ghoul say to the vampire? Um, well, boy, when is this fucking pandemic going to end? <laughs> No, he said, you really suck. Oh. <laughs> what do you call a haunted chicken? Which is probably the worst thing that could ever happen. But what do you call a haunted chicken? <laughs> a poultry geist. <laughs> oh, All right, we'll finish with this one then. Why didn't the coffee bean go to the Halloween party? Mm, I don't know, Stevie. Because it was grounded. <laughs> I have one more. One more before we go, all right? Oh, Jesus, I could have two. I love dad jokes. These were great. Right. Doctor, who is my next patient? A nurse. Mr. Ghost. <laughs> Tell him I can't see him. <laughs> uh, well, at least, at least, at least, uh, at least, you know, the doctor when he's uh, when I like when doctors are transparent. All right. Um, what's your last one? What is an optimistic vampire's favorite drink? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, it's a mess. It's a message to give to the world at this current time. <laughs> Be positive. <laughs> Be positive. I think that has to be the name of this episode, actually, Eugene. Yeah. All right. We'll mark that one down. All right. So now we're going to move on to the um, we're going to move on to the stories about uh, when we were growing up. And I'm going oh, to yeah. see if my sister can join me because she did go trick or treat with me when she was younger. So we're going to see if she can jump on. Uh, but Eugene, why don't you start off with a little bit about your your time as a kid while I see if I can get a, my sister in. Yeah, thanks, Stevie. Um, so when we were preparing for this show, obviously it's been it's been a crazy week for for both of us. Like work wise, it, it could be any busier. Um, but I got I got some lovely time last night. Um, to to think about it, about some some Halloween memories, and I'm I'm so happy that we're doing this podcast now because it. It kind of challenges those memories to, to come out, you know, and you do do remember some, some lovely things. I can remember um I can remember trick or treating. Um and, and we were we were raised in the sticks. Um and <laughs> I think I think here in the States that, that people call it the boonies, uh, just in case you don't understand what the sticks are. <laughs> and uh, actually, no. I much prefer the crowd laughing. 
But, uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, Eugene. Sorry, Eugene. It's a bit slow there. Oh, my sister just joined <laughs> as well. So. Uh, oh, hello. How's it going? How are Hi. you? Good thank, good, thank you. How are you? I am very good. Thank you so much for joining our first ever live podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. All right. So, so brilliant. I am. Um, I'm going through some some lovely memories that that um, were were brought up last night that I hadn't thought about for a while, and they're they're both equal in lovely memories and kind of funny things that that just happen. So, I was brought up in in the countryside, very rural surroundings, and we didn't have many neighbors. And the neighbors that we did have, they were like all I'd say within between the bracket of 60 to 80. So they understood some of the traditions of Halloween, but were very old traditions. And we would go to each different um, neighbor that was close to us in, in proximity. But the traditional trick-or-treating, well, not traditional, but what people are accustomed to now is getting, like, let's say, monkey nuts and getting all these candies and stuff like that. We actually went to one lady, and she gave us like um, I I think it was tomatoes. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no messing tomatoes and, and bread, and <laughs> I remember just all of this. Your like, mom's shopping list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, she was she was probably just getting rid of what was going off in her press and her um, her, her fridge. Um. But yeah, I just remember all of us together and we're just these these tiny things when you think about it now. Um, and we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so obviously what we would have put together um, for our costumes would have been homemade. Um, and I just remember all of us being there just looking at each other when we got these tomatoes. We were like, <laughs> is this moment for real? Like, uh, and, then, and then after that, what would happen is my parents would bring us up to um, the local town where there would be housing estates and we would obviously get a lot more fulfillment for our efforts than um, running around the countryside and getting tomatoes. So, yeah, we used to have this, this big competition between us to see who could get um, their bags more full and they were quite kind, all the people we uh, went to. So I remember all of that and the Irish nature um I imagine would be a bit a bit different from from here where it's like just a process almost uh, maybe and I might be incorrect in saying that because I've never experienced it but the place where we were when we went house to house you'd almost be guaranteed that the people that opened the doors so kindly to us they would ask us to do a trick and we would always probably look towards our either older sister or uh, whoever was the youngest at the time i i didn't have much tricks if i had a football there i could do a couple of tricks but uh, <laughs> yeah i could look at the guys to try and bail us out of that one so that was some some lovely memories that, that just brought us back towards trick-or-treating um i have another story about uh preparing for preparing one costume for for halloween and ghostbusters were big at the time back then <laughs> and the imagination of a child is quite extraordinary because when I think about it now it was quite ridiculous but back then it, was, it must have been amazing I I somehow got my hands on this like overalls and back then if you had overalls 
and you've seen Ghostbusters, you are practically a Ghostbuster. So I think my mother and I, we, we drew out an image of, do you remember the image for Ghostbusters? I think it was Slimer, wasn't it, Stevie? And oh, it was, it was, like a was red it Slimer? Circle. Or was it the big white Michelin man? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was Slimer. It was Maybe yeah, it was Slimer, yeah. yeah. Slimer with the stop. Yeah, yeah, it was one or the other. Um, and we drew that out. I remember that. We drew something like that out, which was great. So we stuck it to the back of the overalls. And I, I literally, like, like, because we didn't have much growing up and whatnot, so you had to make a lot of your costumes, which is different from now. But we literally got a piece of timber, which was going to be my Ghostbusters gun. Um, and I just looked at it and said, yeah, that's, that's not good enough. I'm going to have to do something with this. So out in our shed, we, we had this TV, an old TV that was going to be picked up and repaired. But I obviously thought to myself, oh, there must be some some great stuff in this that I can build a gun with. So I literally dismantled the, t- <laughs> the TV. I mangled it, like pulled wires out of it, stuck it to the gun. And I came in and said, man, look at me Ghostbusters gun. <laughs> oh, brilliant, yeah. What did you um, say? What was the reaction? I don't know. She must have hit me pretty hard because I don't remember. <laughs> he was ghosted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apart from that, then in in terms of traditional stuff with the family that I remember, obviously there's there's the bobbing for apples. We used to do that. We used to uh, get a barn brack. Do you remember barn brack? Yeah, you, they used to put oh. a coin. They'd wrap a coin in it, a couple yeah, of coins, or a ring. And then, yeah, a ring or coin. Yeah, yeah, you get that. a euro or not a euro, a pound. Back then, uh, was our coin, and you get one of those in it. And we'd be all eating as much brack as we could. I- I'm pretty sure there was lots of brack in the bin, but I don't think I ever threw it away. That was probably bad, bad strategy on my part. I actually ate it, you'd, and then you'd be waiting, and then you'd be very disappointed if there was nothing in it. They'd be even worse if you cut a slice, and then on the on the actual pieces left over, you could see a little bit of paper sticking out (laughs) and you know the next person was getting uh, that was like hitting the post wasn't it like playing soccer or something you're just so close yeah you're so close (laughs) Eugene I laughed when you said about uh, doing a trick um, but I don't know were you uh, vetted we were vetted before we went out trick or treating by our mother who would make us perform the songs we would have to sing um, and we'd have to sing them loudly (laughs) Also, um, hear us, obviously, and she would stand at the corner and listen to us singing. Steven, do you remember that? And we had to sing. There was no just thing and say trick or treat. Like all the other people in the whole estate where we lived would just go trick or treat and put out their buckets and get their things. We had to sing. And you. <laughs> we, st- we still don't know if the investment was worth the return, though. Did we get more? You know, we really should have done like a A/B test on that with uh, with some other family and said, "Well, we should do the count up at the end." But maybe the Marises did get the most uh, candy, or maybe we got all the healthy treats because they were like, "Well, let's give these guys the healthy." We we ended up with a lot of nuts anyway, but that's probably because that's what they thought we were. Yeah. At what point did you tell? Um... Or did you realise to, to, to tell Stevie to stop singing? <laughs> I just, just, just let me do it. <laughs> you know, you know the, 
you know the you know every 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 time we used to say to people um and he will get this one like we every year you know we knew we had to go through the same process and then one year we were just like it, it, i remember Edel going up to my mom and saying why me <laughs> that was actually one of the songs that Edel actually had to go and sing so if people don't know the eurovision there is a netflix movie out right now that my wife is obsessed with that listens to the soundtrack to it's called eurovision uh, it's about a very famous contest run every year in europe where all the countries get together and they perform songs that are really 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 something and um and uh, it stars Will Farrell of all people, actually. And uh, I'm trying to think who the lady's name is in it. I can't think of her name right now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's about Eurovision. So actually, me and Idel went out dressed as two Eurovision character, two Eurovision singers that won the Eurovision. <laughs> Idel, do you want to tell that story? Yeah. So I was dressed up as Linda Martin, and she won the song with "Why Me." So my mother made me put a sign on me saying, because it was a fancy dress competition entering as well, and it was like, why not me? So I was convinced I was going to win, because I was like, this is so funny. And nobody picked me to win. And my mother just said, I just don't think they're clever enough to understand the pun there, Adele. <laughs> okay. okay, then. Okay, mother, they're just too clever yeah, um, that's where all the puns came from then, I guess. Our, our motto with life has been no pun, no fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also remember our mother telling us that when we were finished singing, they say, and I remember Carrie saying, who do we have here? The people would ask who you are, and my mother would always say, make sure you tell them who you are and you would get more. <laughs> <laughs> There's some wonderful so, Irishisms that come out of it, isn't there? <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. And then was I dressed up as Johnny Logan? Yes, you were. <laughs> I can't remember. What was song. his song? He had two How songs that won the Eurovision. How do you oh, dress no, up as Johnny Johnson. Logan? Oh, he had his confirmation suit on. Obviously. <laughs> I'm just, just thinking about everyone else is going dressed up as Dracula, uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, and then there's a lad walking around in his communion suit. <laughs> getting your use out of a one-day costume. He said, we're not going to use it only for one day. We're going to get another day out of this at least. <laughs> Yeah, you're coming in and out, Derry Dell. I, I don't know if you're you're moving away from the, the the microphone, maybe. Oh, perhaps, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's that's much better. I just know. Is that in, better? So. Yep, that's okay. great. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I was just thinking about anything else we dressed up, but I know we had a couple of black bag costumes as well. Yeah. What else did we have? But you, we used to get the mask. You were allowed to get the mask or the witch's hat, but every single person would have a black bag and you would just cut the holes out the side to <laughs> pop your arms out. <laughs> and it was just like the best they could do for like a pound or something, maybe cheaper, a euro for a whole bag, a whole yeah. bag for the family. Yeah, it was it was well, always um... it was always tough though bringing out the garbage for the next two weeks though there'd be garbage all over the places because people would be trying to uh, put the whole put sellotape around the holes in the bags because they still use the the black bag. <laughs> yeah. oh, that That's such that is such a good story. 
that's going to live with me in memory now, just dressing up as Johnny Logan with sticking on your confirmation suit. <laughs> like, in terms of Irish stories, that has to be up there. But like, one of the best I have ever, ever heard. That's amazing. Yeah, other things we used to do. So we also used to live, I don't know how anyone used to leave us down and do this, but for about five weeks before Halloween, we'd be working on getting the bonfire ready. Mm-hmm. And yeah. our bonfire, so there was, so I have to describe what this looks like. So uh, at the end of where we lived uh, in this estate area, uh, it's a lot of houses in one location. And there was a river down at the bottom you go down a hill from our house and there's a river down there. And, but between the river and our state, there was also like a gusher kind of an area where there was a sewer pipe. And in the middle was like a, a piece of land next to the river. So I guess for safety reasons, that's where they used to build a bonfire every year. Um, and, but I always remember like you used to have to walk across this like big metal sewer pipe to get across there. Right. And so it was such for a safety. mission. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's put it. Let's make sure we don't set fire to the place. But if we lose a few kids in the process, how bad? At least we won't lose the whole town. Was probably the process. Was probably the thought process here. But um, I remember we'd be doing it for weeks after school, and we'd be going off collecting trees, finding pallets, old tires, ever. This used to be. I would say it was about. You know, me being around. You know, five eleven. I'd say it was around six seven eight seven or eight times high of my, my height uh high so it was a pretty decent old bonfire you'd see it from quite a bit but there'd be weeks people would be working on it uh all the kids from the from the village would all be heading down there stacking this thing up high um yeah and then we'd be finished trick-or-treating they'd go down there and i remember nigel griffin i think used to be for most of the years i remember he'd be the guy i believe he'd all who who was kind of the head yeah, of it, it kind of lead it all and uh i think he maybe used to light it in the end as well so i always have a good memory of that he was they were our next door neighbors actually yeah it was really nice it was a really great sense of community because when everybody was finished every everybody went down and just kind of watched it together and it's just really nice it's something special that can still remember so clearly yeah it was good and then then some of the game we'd have games then where there was two games right that i remember at least one was bobbin for apples but you'd be i don't know how many i don't know if that was a ply uh by the dentists or what but man you'd be almost losing a tooth there trying to get the apple by the head and be bobbing (laughs) up and down trying to get your mouth around the granny smith Uh, that just sounds bad Sorry for anyone with the surname Smith and their family. <laughs> yeah, I just I didn't think about that one, but uh, I, I suppose Honey Crisp might have been better. I think I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll sway from that one. But then the other one was we would have. I don't know. Did you used to do this one, Eugene? I think we used to do this though, right? Where you'd hang an apple an from apple. a piece of twine from the ceiling, and then you try and take yeah. bites out mm. of a chocolate-covered apple. Yeah, oh, many yeah, bloody nose happened. And yeah, many and, a bloody <laughs> nose happened with that one, Stevie. Yeah, you'd be trying to get it, right? But you'd try and get in there yeah. for a bite and you'd end up not getting it and the apple would go flying and then come back and hit you in the nose. Um, that's probably <laughs> what happened most of the time. And then if you got really desperate, you might ask one of your other family members to kind of use their ear to kind of hold the apple there so you could take a bite out of it. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just have memories of that. And I think around that time as well, do you remember when we used to join a couple of forks together with elastic bands? and we'd stick some toast on it some bread on it and we'd toast it at the fire do you remember that oh, yeah. I, do you remember doing I that remember, 
Yeah, we did something like that as well. Was it the old uh, superstar heaters or fires? We had superstar heaters. I remember, geez, the amount of times we went to school with scorch burns on our clothes as well. <laughs> yeah, it was the whole. Yeah, it used to be freezing in the house and you'd hold up the, the jumper or your pants up against it and you have to burn in a hole through the arse of it like and you go to school then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That was great. Some great stories. We had a game as well where um, we, we used to be given like a, a 50 pence piece. Do you remember the old 50 pences that yeah. they used to? Yeah. yeah. We used to have to hold those between her knees and then walk. Jeez, I can paint a picture now almost in our old kitchen. And we had to walk forward and there used to be like a cup down in the middle of the ground. And you you had to release your legs then and make sure that the coin would fall down into the cup. And if it fell down into the cup, then... um, Maybe you might be given a 10p. Not, not, there's no way you'd get the 50 pence piece, like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you'd, uh, yeah, you'd get some kind of reward for it. But yeah, Jesus, that was a lovely game that we used to play. That's bringing back some memories now. It's some difference today, though, really. Like, you know, now it's yeah. PlayStation, Xboxes, you know, mm. you have so much stuff on TV. Like, there's you just that's all you did. I mean, we only had two or three channels. Um, you know, that's it. And that's what you watched. And now it's just, you know, we're just data with uh, lots of different choice. But back then it was like, all right, someone grab a 50 pence piece or let's go out and pick an apple or or buy an apple, whichever (laughs) was your choice at the time. Uh, And then that was it. How much you could do, how much could you do with an apple? You know, (laughs) today, you know, what's funny is, you know, back then, uh, which is funny, you know, uh, back back then it was like, uh, you know, you got out your apple. Today you take out your today you take out your Apple well. computer or your Apple phone. Back then you took out a completely different type of Apple. I wonder if that's where Steve Jobs got it. Was he bobbing for apples and that's where it came into mind? He was like, Oh, I remember back then, you know. Everyone everyone loved now Apple, you know. I'm trying to remember, Stephen, which one of us was brilliant at. I think it might have been Peter. That he was able to like even when Mam and them put like money or nuts in, he was brilliant at the bop. He could get everything out of the bucket. Yeah, he could hold his breath, I suppose. That's probably from all the gas he was usually leaving off. But, uh, um, <laughs> but you know who was the worst? Probably it makes sense now. It was probably Joseph, if he's listening. Uh, Joseph was probably the worst at it. And that's what set him on his uh, mission of eating as much apples as possible during life, even now that he can actually split an apple in half with a twist of his ar- hands. Uh, so probably that was due to his loss of every single bobbin for apples uh, uh, competition ever is probably where it started Joseph off. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. All right, Eugene, should we move over to the uh, the last section of our uh, podcast, which is all about? Uh, it's called anything but the right answer. Are we ready? Yes. I'm gonna do a little intro here. Here we go. You ready? Yes. Oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready, Eugene? Start the clock. (laughs) All right, you're starting this one. Off you go. 
complete the following saying, red sky at night, shepherds delight, red sky at morning, shepherds. <laughs> Gas problems. <laughs> That'd wake you up all right. <laughs> what is the name of the Celtic Harvest Festival that many people believe Halloween is based on? <laughs> Arthur's Day, we go have a slap of pints. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, spell dog. G-A-R. <laughs> Gar. <laughs> what is a hallow? An old, old wooden ship. <laughs> the capital of Ireland is... Waterford. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> What was the first feature-length werewolf movie? Hmm. <laughs> a fart in a church. <laughs> <laughs> During Halloween, a family game is to bob for... Um, iPhones. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Mrs. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Uh, what was Bram Stoker's original name for Dracula? Uh, <laughs> Potato Macaris. <laughs> Um, to protect me from the sun, I rub something all over my body. Strawberry juice. <laughs> Has been known to work occasionally. <laughs> In what American state is it illegal to dress up like a priest or a nun? Hmm. Um... I would say, <laughs> I'm trying to think of recent events, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Where on your body would you find your coccyx? Uh, nose. <laughs> yeah, you got that one right. Is it nose? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know where it is. <laughs> Nobody when knows. <laughs> when people go house to house while souling, what do they ask for? Ask for. Would you be able to fix the hole in my pants? <laughs> <laughs> Chow is Spanish for. Yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> what that candy? Was a good meal. <laughs> <laughs> Chow. Chow. <laughs> oh very good what candy is the second most popular Halloween candy um arse biscuits <laughs> <laughs> you can't judge a book by it um Credits. Solid. 
the round orange pumpkins that are used for jack-o'-lanterns today originally came from this country. I would have to say Luxembourg. Hmm. The <laughs> of <laughs> okay. the most common what is the most common excuse for kids who forget to do their homework? I cut myself while shaving my arse in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's tradition during Halloween to carve a... Uh, a picture of a president on your big toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to get elected. <laughs> Nine out of ten men in gyms who make really loud grunts said they do it because of... <laughs> Paying homage to overfeeding their dead goldfish. <laughs> Before I go to bed, I brush my teeth with... Your finger. <laughs> <laughs> After wiping your bum, before washing your hands. <laughs> um, five out of eight teenagers say that smoking is... Marginally better than wiping your nose with your jumper. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not as dangerous for your health, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Irish mothers often whacked us with wooden... Turnips. <laughs> Take that, you fecker. <laughs> uh, nine out of ten McDonald's restaurants found this in their Big Macs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's, there's so many areas I can go on this. <laughs> um, a Donald Trump election poster. <laughs> <laughs> Spell Guinness. H-A-R-P. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, Nine out of ten people who have been electrocuted remember hearing this sound right before they got the shock. <laughs> A cat has nine ways to piss off a dog. <laughs> Brilliant. 25% of all posts on Facebook are about 
<laughs> Two Irish fellas talking about shaving your arse in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, old MacDonald had a... <laughs> had a severe bout of diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. E-I, oh, E-I. McDonald's. Oh! <laughs> That'd actually be a good advertisement for Toilet Roll, wouldn't it? Yeah. That reminds me of Ghostbusters. You remember that tune? There's something yeah, strange in the Toilet Bowl. Who are you going to call? Tyler oh, Roll. Oh, McDonald. <laughs> All right. Two, two more, Eugene. All right. Um, mm. Seven out of ten Irish fellas interviewed after coming home at 3 a.m. on a Saturday night said that the night was. Um, pretty unsuccessful considering I don't have a lady in tow. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wonder, and the next question was, how did you lose your toe? Yeah. <laughs> you should probably see a doctor for that. <laughs> An apple a day keeps the what away? Windows users. <laughs> yeah. uh, <clears throat> I have a joke for you, actually. Mm. Um, why should you never leave off a fart? In a window, uh, in an Apple store. Oh, I give it away because they don't have any windows. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Time for my one. Uh, so, um, of all the countries in the world, the country Denmark is best known for. Mm. Maintaining a civil face when you say, Sweden is 10 times better than this shithole. <laughs> <laughs> I am out of questions, Stevie, but I, I know I am going to come out with another one. With another one. Hang on. Um, between a dog's legs, you will often find a hairy, floppy... Um... <laughs> Way to get <laughs> a hairy, floppy um, kitten. <laughs> I like seven, I actually have more questions. Seven out of nine podcasters say the worst thing someone could say in a podcast is. Harp is better than Guinness. <laughs> oh that's yeah after I have a shower <laughs> after I have a shower I dry myself by the local school <laughs> <laughs> both breezy and efficient <laughs> and after two times after the two times I did it I learned quite a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> I learned something about myself. All right. 
<laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Is it my one? Oh, yes. Uh, the last one then. <clears throat> um, of all the aisles in the supermarket, the one aisle in the supermarket that has the most spillages is. In, in times of the pandemic, I would say the um, aisle, which is far too short on toilet roll. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, I have a couple more for you. So even if you don't have one or two for me, that, well, that's absolutely I, I, fine. I'm I've been made, I've, yeah, I've made up the last 15, by the way, on the spot. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I love it. Finish the line from this child's poem. Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. Jack jump over the... Uh, barrier to get onto the tube in London. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about saving the pennies, man. Uh, do you have another, another few there? I do. It's raining cats and... Um, whiskers. <laughs> Last one for you, Stevie. Trick and treating is a common Halloween tradition. Where are you? You go up to a house, ask them trick or treat. If they give you a treat, you do it. And if they don't, you come back in the middle of the night, sneak in, eat all the cornflakes and pour the milk into a big bowl in the middle of the kitchen and put a couple <laughs> of strawberries on the top of it and a little note saying, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And demand compensation if you're not allowed to do so. <laughs> All right. I think that's it, Eugene, for today. Uh, we'd say. like to tell everybody to, uh, if you want to, we might do a couple more of these live podcasts. Uh, we have... Um, we have a really interesting uh, folk coming up called Jed, who's a who has his own website called ChooseYourReader.com. So you should go check that out. And he also has some live music shows, which we will share uh, after we have the podcast with him, which will be coming up next uh, weekend. Um, but in the meantime, make sure you go to icdadpeople.com. That is I-S-E-E-D-A-D-P-E-O-P-L-E.com. Look, that was my uh, mummy version of rap music uh, to finish it off there. So uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us today. Yeah. Thanks, Eugene. That was fun. Yes, it was good fun. We'll do it again. Maybe we might eye up another holiday season special with Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. We'll make a decision on which one to do, but we'd love to have you there. Thanks for joining, guys. Yeah, and please feel reach reach out to us at... uh, on our Instagram or, or on our website, you can also contact if you'd like to join us like you delved it today and have a conversation with us. Thanks, everybody.